At the tone, please record your voice message. Hey, Jesse, it's Brian. Sorry I haven't called lately. I've been busy, etc., etc. So life goes, but back to why I originally decided to leave you another message. If you had to think about the obvious reasons that Joshua Tillman changed his gnome de plume in the last year from Jay Tillman to Father John Misty, it makes sense when you consider that he left the music project that made him most notable to a wide audience. I'm referring to the role Tillman played in the Seattle orchestral folk outfit, Fleet Foxes, as he was the drummer and chief harmonizer to lead singer Robin Pecknold. It's a smart move considering that he's probably looking to reimagine who he is and what his audience is made up of. Like I said, it's a logical move. But it's not that. Of course, the newest album, Fear Fun, isn't exactly the first solo effort from Tillman, as he has released a handful of albums consisting mostly of downtrodden ballads that were emotionally taxing and affecting works to listen to. The change really has more to do with the simple fact that Tillman has left the gloomy, gray skies of the Northwest and went south along the coast. As he tells his own story in an interview, he says, I got into my van with enough mushrooms to choke a horse and started driving down the coast with nowhere to go. He ended up in the historic, hippie, Los Angeles neighborhood known as Laurel Canyon, a self-contained neighborhood made famous by musicians from the late 60s and early 70s from the likes of Frank Zappa and anyone from Crawley Stills and Nash, Joni Mitchell, and on down the line of notable celebrities still living there, trying to let the remaining cultural cachet rub off in nostalgic hipness. In a lot of ways, the album Tillman recorded, Fear of Fun, is an ode to L.A. and Laurel Canyon in particular with varying types of people I'd imagine still inhabit the famed canyon. The plain language narratives on the 12 songs that comprise Fear of Fun are about the type of creative people who are successful but remain ahead of their time with nothing to prove for their brilliance. There are songs of an artist still in development with ambition at their side. The album nearly follows some kind of arc of arriving with starry-eyed optimism to the land where dreams come true like Naomi Watts and Mulholland Drive on the opener, Fun Times in Babylon, followed by the many diversions along the way and the rest of the songs. But Fear Fun goes one step further paying homage to Tinseltown by featuring the vintage sounds of cosmic country that became a Laurel Canyon trademark. This sound is playfully recreated with great detail to analog density of each song's mix, never wavering from the commanding presence that the reverb of Tillman's voice provides for modern listeners. It's a sound that would make Graham Parsons and Harry Nielsen smile from beyond the grave. The second track, Nancy From Now On, provides a swirling ambience with out-of-tune grand pianos and a subtly complex rhythm section consisting of cymbals, bongos, bass guitar, and a drum kit that veers away from the pitter-patter of most classic rock drum patterns. upbeat number that showcases the distanced wit that Tillman writes with by describing all the things that influence the mind of an aspiring writer. Now everywhere I go in West Hollywood is filled with people pretending they don't see the actress and the actress wishing that they could. We could do ayahuasca. 
track Everybody Needs a Companion provides the closest Tillman's characters get to finding a direction for their unfiltered ambition. Besides the obvious upsides of keeping a girl by your side, the downbeat country ballad contains as many references to the Bible as it does rock stars of yesteryear. Tillman sings... Joseph Campbell and the Rolling Stones couldn't give me a minute, so I had to write my own. Like I hung up on religion, though I know it's a what Tillman expresses on Fear Fun, because before any ambition for an aspiring artist is turned into more than just an outsider's dream, you need to live life before you can write a memoir about it. That's where the living comes in. This has been a message from Hate Your Answering Machine.